Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 41 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We're reading Exodus chapter 20 today and our focus is on the Ten Commandments. So welcome into the show. I want to welcome new listeners in particular from Manipur, India, New South Wales, Australia, Delhi, India, Guatemala City, Guatemala, New York, New York, Montgomery, Alabama, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you all so much for listening. Do check out our website, Bible2021.com, and do please consider leaving us a review, hopefully a positive one, at Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever you're listening. And as always, please share the show with your friends and neighbors. Today, we are discussing the Ten Commandments of Exodus 20, and let's lead off with a trivia question. How many commandments are in the Ten Commandments? And the answer is a bit uh, tricky. If you really want to stretch it, you can get to 20 or more commandments in the Ten Commandments, but the people of God have been calling them the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments because there appears to be 10 groups of related commandments. For instance, consider the Tenth Commandment in Exodus 20 verse 17. It says, do not covet covet your neighbor's house, do not covet your neighbor's wife, his male or female servant his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. So if you really want to be pedantic, you can find like six or seven different commands in there. But the overall 10th commandment is essentially, do not covet that which is of your neighbor. So six or seven individual commands coalescing into one big commandment. Let's talk about the third commandment. It says this, do not misuse the name of the Lord your God because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. That's Exodus 27, 20 verse 7. So the, the question came up tonight during our family Bible time. What does it actually mean to use the Lord's name in vain? Now, in order to understand that question, we need to understand two very important aspects of this commandment. Number one, What is the name of the Lord? And number two, how can we misuse the name of the Lord? Or to use King James English, how can we use the Lord's name in vain? Well, first question, what is God's name? I don't think this command is referring to the word God or Lord or some of the other things we call God. Because here's the thing, God himself gives Moses his name in Exodus 3, as we've already read. Exodus 3 verse 13 and 14 says, Moses asked God, if I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you were to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the Israelites, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how I am to be remembered in every generation. So God's name is Yahweh. That doesn't mean it's okay to say God's name is a cuss word, as some people do, or use the word Lord as part of a meaningless phrase or epithet. I don't think that's wise nor right, but the name of God used in Exodus 20 in the command itself is the name Yahweh. And that seems to be the word that we are not to misuse or say vainly. 
This was such a big deal to many Jewish people that they would not say or pronounce that name at all. Hence, modern people are not entirely sure how it is pronounced properly because vowels are more spoken in the Hebrew than written into the text in a way that we can understand it in that name. So how do we misuse the name of God? Well, any saying of that word that does not involve reverence and awe or recognition of God and his majesty is a vain use. Now, swearing, cussing, etc. is obviously even worse than that, but the command is to never use the word in a meaningless or empty or misusing or non-reverential way. Perhaps the Hebrews had it right to avoid saying it at all. Instead of saying that name, they said the name. So when they were talking about God by name, they would call him the name instead of using his personal name. Well, let's read the chapter, Exodus chapter 20, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Then God spoke all these words, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. Do not have other gods beside me. Do not make an idol for yourself, whether in the shape of anything in the heavens above or on earth below or in the waters under the earth. Do not bow and worship to them and do not serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, bringing the consequences of the father's iniquity on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing faithful love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commands." Do not misuse the name of the Lord your God, because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You are to labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You must not do any work. You, your son, your daughter, your male or female servant, your livestock, or the resident alien who is within your gates. For the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and everything in them in six days. Then he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and declared it holy. Honor your father and your mother so that you may have a long life in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony against your neighbor. Do not covet your neighbor's house. Do not covet your neighbor's wife, his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. All the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the ram's horn, and the mountains surrounded by smoke. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. You speak to us and we will listen, they said to Moses, but don't let God speak to us or we will die. Moses responded to the people, don't be afraid, for God has come to test you so that you will fear him and will not sin. And the people remained standing at a distance as Moses approached the total darkness where God was. Then the Lord told Moses, This is what you were to say to the Israelites. You have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make gods of silver to rival me. Do not make gods of gold for yourselves. Make an earthen altar for me and sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your flocks and herds. And I will come to you and bless you in every place where I cause my name to be remembered. If you make a stone altar for me, do not build it out of cut stones. If you use your chisel on it, you will defile it. Do not go up to my altar on steps so that your nakedness is not exposed on it. So one more topic to discuss. What do we learn about the character of God from the Ten Commandments? And I do think we learn one very important thing, and that is God is jealous. In fact, he says it himself in verse 5, where he says, Do not bow and worship to them and do not serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. 
As well, we see in that passage multiple commands in which God warns Israel not to worship other gods, not to make idols, not serve other gods, or anything along those lines. So why is this such a big deal to God? Is this like a flaw in his character? Because honestly, in humans, jealousy usually does represent a character flaw in us. In God's case, however, it is anything but a flaw. It's 100% good. Good for us, even, because the pursuit of worthless gods and idols is bad for us. Now, this is a flawed illustration, but maybe it'll help you understand it. Imagine a doctor who is an excellent and caring doctor, world-class in his ability and compassion and technology and grasp of medicine and in bedside manner. Imagine you've grown up going to him and he always helps you. Imagine still that there is another doctor, one that is evil, that harms his patients, poisons them, molests them, hurts them, hates them. Would not the good doctor do everything possible to keep you from going to the doctor that would harm you? I think so, and God's jealousy is like this, only infinitely better. Consider pastor and author David Platt's words on the good and beneficial jealousy of God. David Platt says, God is a jealous God. What does that mean? It's similar to me as a husband. I'm jealous for the affections of my wife. I'm jealous for her love, and anyone or anything that attempts to steal her love and affection from me will be met with the greatest of opposition. In the same way, in a much greater way, the God of the universe is jealous for, desiring of, your affection and love, so jealous, in fact, that anything which threatens to steal that love or affection from your life in this world will be met with divine force. And don't miss this. This is not some insecure human jealousy that's afraid we're going to find something better in this world. This is an infinitely good jealousy because God knows that everything that is in him is more satisfying and good than everything in the world put together. And he so desires your good, people of God. He so desires your satisfaction that he gives you tough commands to abandon possessions and idols and things and pursuits in this world because he knows and wants you to know that there is infinite pleasure to be found in him. Therefore, forsake every other God, forsake friendship with the world, and follow God. Well, let's end with our Bible verse of the month for February, Acts 9.31. So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Amen. Well, friends, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he keep you safe and shine his grace on you. Good day to you and Godspeed.